The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz here at the top of Hour 2. If you missed Hour 1, we did some NBA fantasy standouts and uh, went through everything that you need to know for the waiver wire this week in fantasy football, and you can go back and watch that on demand. Lots of news in the NFL right now. We're waiting to see where Odell Beckham signs. Uh, You know, he is potentially signing with the Chiefs, potentially signing with the Saints, or with the Uh, Patriots, uh, also the Packers have been mentioned. Uh, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is in a legal battle with his ex-girlfriend. There is a civil suit that, uh, to be honest, does not sound very good for Dalvin Cook. Um, You know, we have no legal action coming from the NFL at this point. They haven't said if he is going to be suspended. But uh, certainly given the allegations, I, I don't think anyone could be surprised if Dalvin Cook is forced to miss some time for the Minnesota Vikings. We have more Maction in college football tonight. Three more college football games. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, our, our Dallas Cowboys, George, they're trying out kickers as Greg the Leg Zerline has been put on the COVID list. And the Browns have added Brian Hill to their practice squad because they have so many COVID issues in the running back room. I also saw just before we went on air, their starting center got placed on the COVID reserve list. And uh, apparently Mike Zimmer told the media that one of his players had to be hospitalized with COVID symptoms last week. So we we might have, um, you know, look, cold weather, Halloween parties, people are, are indoors. I, I think we might be in the middle of a little COVID outbreak here in the NFL. Yeah, uh, something be so it's going to get worse, right? Because the people are indoors, closer contacts, all that sort of stuff. There, uh, it's been trying all season, and this is not just the NFL. We saw it in Major League Baseball. We're seeing it in the NHL, NBA. It's going to be continuing a part of sports lines where you're going to be sort of holding your breath. Yeah, you know, it's no longer where Monday morning. I don't know about you. I hate going. Uh, you wake up Monday morning here about all the injuries. Oh, this guy's got a, you know this thing. He's got an ACL. He's got a calf. He's got a hamstring. It's depressing. And now we go. It's every day for COVID. Right. I, I sweat out Sunday mornings praying that you're, you know, you're starting running back doesn't get COVID. It is what it is at this point here about it. You, you live with it. And as far as these guys who get it earlier in the week, you know, Chubb and Felton, I think only once so far this season, I believe it was Dallas got it with Philadelphia, where the, he's gotten the two negative tests before the game on Sunday and was able to get back. Other than that, it never happened, it seems like. Uh, the good news is with all these guys, well, at least we know they're vaccinated. Yeah, you know, at least at least we have that. Um, you know, and uh, George, let me let me let me tell you something. These unvaccinated star players, it, it it missing a game in the regular season sucks, right? You know, the Packers losing that game against the Chiefs, it, it sucks. Let me tell you, if we get an unvaccinated star player, you know, whether it be Rodgers, whether it be Carson Wentz, whoever it is, an unvaccinated star player testing positive in the playoffs. It is going to be a stone-cold disaster. It's going to be a disaster for the team. It's going to be a disaster for the NFL because it ruins their on-field product. And, of course, you know there, there certainly is a chance that the unvaccinated person would test positive and not be symptomatic. So people are especially fans of that team. I mean, you know, if you're telling me if uh, the, the Colts get a home playoff game because they, they – or I guess they are very unlikely to get a home playoff game. They get a road playoff game and – they have to start. I don't even know who the, the Colts' backup quarterback is. Um, uh, J, uh, Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is their backup quarterback. It, it is going to be a stone cold disaster for the team, for the player, for the fans, for the league. If we have an unvaccinated quarterback 
having to miss a playoff game because of health and safety protocols. Now, I went through this with uh, Gabe Marantz on Sports Rage uh, Monday night, well, Tuesday morning, technically, whatever. Uh, where Now, I like chaos. What I want to see is this happen. This could definitely very well happen. In the NFC, you do not want to be the fourth seed, the fourth division winner, because then you're going to, more than likely, you're playing either Arizona or the Rams, whichever team doesn't win that division. And those are two damn good teams. You can make an argument they have the two best teams in the, in the NFC right now, but one's going to be the top wild card, one's going to win the division. I want the Packers to finish in that fourth spot by one game. One game because Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated, was forced to miss the Chiefs game, and they'd have beaten the Chiefs. So that's what I'm hoping for here. Just, you know, I don't, I don't need anyone else to fail, fail a test now. Just let them finish in four, that fourth seed by one game, and even though it'll be in Lambeau, but you'll lose to the Rams or you'll lose to the Cardinals in that game. And you wouldn't have had to play that game. You wouldn't have been vaccinated. You'd have beaten the Chiefs. You'd have got the second seed or whatever it might be. Or lose out of a top bye because you missed that game. Saying, right, you could have been in Lambeau Field, home field for the playoffs here, but no. Because of that, you're going to have a third seed, you're going to have a second seed, whatever it be, and you got to play it week one, week two, and week three. So uh, I like chaos. I like that sort of thing. Plus, it's good for us. It's good for our job if we have something to talk about like that. So let it happen. Let's have some chaos. Well, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, he was, he was on the McAfee show yesterday, which you can watch. Uh, I think it's midnight here on SportsGrid. And he said there's a chance that he is not back and eligible to play this Sunday against the Seahawks because – of the rules awesome. for unvaccinated players, because I I believe now now it's it's never exactly clear to me the distinction between vaccinated and unvaccinated, but I I believe you have to be ten days asymptomatic with negative tests if you are a non-vaccinated player, and because Rogers went on TV on Friday, you do the math, that's not ten days, and said he was still symptomatic. Uh, he, he could have been hoisted by his own petard on the radio by basically saying that he might not be eligible to come back. So we could see another week of Jordan Love uh, at the helm for the Green Bay Packers, which um, it's, it's, it's a disaster for them because the NFC race is so tight. We're going to head into break here real quick on Fantasy Sports Today. See you guys back in just a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, giving George Kurtz a small rest as we bring in our producer, Brett Levy, to take a look at the massive 13-game slate tonight in the NBA from a FanDuel NBA DFS perspective. We have uh, some injuries and some suspensions impacting the slate tonight. Uh, We will not have 
Uh, Nikola Jokic playing for the Denver Nuggets against the Indiana Pacers. So that will definitely play into uh, some of our analysis here. So let's uh, run through your backcourt, Brett. We have my guy, SGA. Uh, we have a very nice price, De'Aaron Fox, priced at only 7100 Josh Giddy at 6000 And uh, our guys over at Fandle, we got we to gotta fix this Cade Cunningham price. He, he's finally starting to shoot a little bit. Priced at uh, at 4800 Let's run through some of these backcourt selections here, Brett. Yeah, actually kind of fun, Davis. Uh, Houston plays Detroit tonight, and Jalen Green and uh, Cade Cunningham, both $4,800. So pick your favorite rookie in that matchup because I'm sure they'll be going at each other in that game. Josh Giddy, pretty cheap, playing pretty well. Shy Gilgis Alexander is just uh, – I know he's one of your guys, Davis, but he's clearly one of my guys. So, uh, big fan of Shea. And uh, look, if they're going to keep him in the 7,000s, uh, that's good enough for me to keep playing him. De'Aaron Fox, 7,100, uh, in a good competitive Sacramento game tonight. So, I'm actually relying on a few Kings tonight because I think their starters will need to play big minutes. Yeah, they should. And, uh, you know, Oklahoma City, we're really what you just want to see from Oklahoma City is uh, a competitive game where they're not going to get completely run out of the building. They should get that tonight against the Pelicans. So we should see good minutes and good usage from SGA and from Giddy. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, for for Detroit, I mean, they, they get this game against Houston. Might be might even be a game that the Detroit Pistons can win against uh, the Houston Rockets. So we like that for number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham. Actually, we get uh, we get two of the top picks going against each other with uh, with Jalen Green and with Cade Cunningham. So we will keep an eye on that matchup. Moving to the front court, we have Harrison Barnes at 7,400. My guy, Chris Duarte, at uh, at small forward. I mean, guy, the guy never met a shot that he didn't like, so we love that for our FanDuel NBA DFS lineups. Jaron Jackson Jr. and OG Ananobi at power forward and Jarrett Allen there at center. So let's run through the front court. Yeah, so Jarrett Allen and the Cavaliers have a pretty good matchup tonight against uh, the Washington Wizards. I don't think the Wizards centers are going to be too big of a problem for Jarrett Allen, who's playing really well this year. OG Ananobi, uh, again, I mentioned it earlier in the week or last week, but uh, putting up career numbers for him. So I'm going to keep playing him. He's leading the Raptors uh, in pretty much all offensive categories. Uh, I guess Scotty Barnes playing very well too for them. So probably an also a fair option, Davis, is if you want to go to the rookie. Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, priced pretty cheap. Uh, he was hurt a lot of last season. Maybe that has something to do with it, but he's played pretty well this year for Memphis. Chris Duarte, like you said, volume scorer, starts for the Pacers, so hope he plays pretty well tonight. And Harrison Barnes going back to the Kings-Spurs uh, game there, Davis, because I think that one will just be competitive, so I think the starting lineups will be in uh, a lot in that game. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at the Denver Nuggets against the Pacers tonight. So they are not going to have Nikola Jokic. He has to serve a one-game suspension. Now, in years past, uh, the Denver Nuggets have always had a good backup center. You know, they had uh, they had uh, the uh, I, well, I can't remember if it was Mason or Miles Plumley that was their backup center. You know, they they of course they had the Nurk Jokic backcourt for a while, um, but now their backup center is Jermichael Green, uh, Jeff Green, Zeke Naji, who really is almost more of a of a wing player. And then this would be my all time favorite thing. If uh, Mike Malone said, you know what, screw it, I'm starting Bull Bull at center tonight, uh, I don't think he will do it. I actually think they probably will start Jermichael Green at center. But what do you think the Nuggets rotation is going to look like uh, without uh, without Nicole Jokic? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Bull Bull could get some minutes tonight, Davis. I think that's definitely possible um, if they want to develop him and get him run with the starters. If you know, if that's a guy you think is 
part of the future of this franchise, a uh, big piece moving forward. I mean, they're not going to have Michael Porter Jr. as well, Davis. So uh, you might as well get some young guys out there as part of your core future, getting some good, valuable minutes tonight. Um, so, yeah, I think they probably start with Jermichael Green. Uh, he seems to be the next man up for them in the front court. And he's played pretty well. Um Played in Memphis for a few years, was a good player there, solid rotation piece. So I've got nothing against Jermichael Green, but I uh, I am rooting for the Bull Bull minutes tonight. I think it makes a lot of sense from a franchise perspective to get him some meaningful regular season minutes. Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would, I would love to see it. Also, you know, Bull Bull, he just is like a really fun player. Like he can, uh, he can shoot a little bit. So we, uh, we, we love to, uh, we, you know, we love to see that. I, I, I'm very interested. And uh, just, just while we're here, we're, we're chatting about rookies. I, I wonder your thoughts on what we've seen out of Cade, out of Jalen Green, and out of Jalen Suggs so far. And, and more importantly, if. They, uh, if every team got to redraft today after having seen about 10 games from these guys, do you think that Evan Mobley of the Cleveland Cavaliers would go number one overall, or do you still think Cade would go first? Uh, well, I think Evan Mobley has looked really good. I think Scotty Barnes has shown why maybe the Raptors picked him ahead of Jalen Suggs. Um, Jalen Green looks like he's going to be a very comfortable scoring guard in this league. He gets to his spots. Uh, he's very athletic, Davis, and most athletes like him don't shoot as well as him. So um, he's got a really good skill set, and the Rockets should be really excited. I guess if you're Detroit, you're a little nervous, right? Kate started off hurt, and then he came in and was not shooting very well. I'm not particularly nervous for Cade Cunningham. I think he'll figure it out and get more used to the speed and rhythm of the game. Um, and look, I had Jalen Suggs, the Orlando Magic, would you believe it, have the best lineup in all of basketball this year with their starting five. Their starting five includes Jalen Suggs. So, look, that doesn't mean I think the Orlando Magic are a powerhouse, but when those five are on the court, they're playing well together. They're developing chemistry, and that's really important for a guy I care a lot about, Coach Jamal Mosley. I uh, worked with him in Dallas, so I'm glad he is finding some parts that are working with the Orlando Magic this year. Yeah, it's uh, and and another thing is, uh, you know, Franz Wagner, uh, Mo, Mo Wagner's little brother, has been really good for them. Which you know, I mean, he was a, he was a good player in college, but I think people have been a little bit surprised how well he has been inserted into that starting lineup. I, I definitely think if we want to look back at the Nikola Vucevic and the Aaron Gordon trades, it actually feels like the Magic did a, a pretty good job with those trades because you know the the old adage in the NBA is that you, you never win the trade trading away a star for a bunch of smaller pieces, but it actually feels like the Magic got a couple things right. You know, the first thing they realized was Gordon and Vucevic are good players, but they're not great players. And so they have really fortified their rotation. They have extra first-round draft picks next year as well. So if it, if it comes time to trading for a disgruntled star, you know, they are going to have the, the ammunition to do that. And it's been good to see Suggs and Wagner there as, as part of that good team. And that is going to wrap up our discussion for uh, FanDuel NBA DFS for the night. If you guys want uh, more coverage on that, you can head over to dailyroto.com. All the tools and projections there are free. We're going to go ahead and run into break here real quick. When we return, George is going to come back and we're going to take a look at some interesting guys in Dynasty fantasy football, one of my favorite things to discuss. You guys back in just a few moments. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I am Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. Before we get into some Dynasty Fantasy Football talk, I need to remind everyone to follow at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV on Twitter. You can also follow Sports Grid on Instagram. Very important to do both of those things because you're going to get lots of highlights from our show here, Fantasy Sports Today. You're also going to get Pharrell Coast to Coast, lots of analysis from in-game live as well we know you you can't watch 18 hours of live programming a day that's okay we, we don't blame you but definitely make sure you're following at sports grid and at sports grid tv on twitter and george now we get to uh, one of my absolute honestly favorite things in fantasy sports which is dynasty fantasy football i am in uh, i'm in a ton of these leagues uh trade deadlines for most of them are coming up this week and we're going to run through some guys here who are interesting for different reasons the first guy cam Akers. i i find him to be extremely interesting because one we've never really seen a running back come back from an achilles injury and be really useful marlon mack tore his achilles he's you know no jonathan taylor's backup uh donta foreman tore his achilles i think four years ago at this point he never really latched on, though we are talking about him again here with the Tennessee Titans. And uh, I am, uh, at the very least, loosely interested in trading for Cam Akers because I, I don't know if you caught this, but last week, Sean McVay said if the Rams make the playoffs, there's actually a chance that Akers has been doing so well in his rehab that he might even be able to be on their active roster in the playoffs that would be a, a huge accomplishment very similar to i believe 2019 when hunter henry tore his acl at the beginning of the season and then actually came back and played some snaps in their playoff loss to the new england patriots so cam Akers, would you be a buyer or a seller on cam Akers right now i would probably be more of a seller on cam Akers, maybe because of what you said in the first sentence there we haven't seen a running back come back from this i don't know if he'd be that be that same kind of play the same explosiveness we saw uh, well, when it comes to these kinds of injuries, you know, even ACLs, they can take a couple of years. Also, even if he does come back, but he's not that he may not be the same player next year. Maybe it takes him two years. You know, I want to win now. So that's certainly where I look at it with this. I don't know if he's ever going to be the player, uh, we thought he could become, not that he was ever going to be a star guy anyway. So once again, it, it, to me, it just all goes towards that. I want, I want to win now. I'm not worried about, you know, flags fly forever. I'm not worried about next year, the year after I'm going for now. If I had care makers. Yeah. I'm not saying I would take anything for him. The deal has to be fair, has to make sense for me, but I would have no problem moving him. Yeah, I I actually think I would be trying to buy right now. So if I could get Cam Akers for a second round rookie pick, I think I would be buying. Um, you know, if I could load up uh, you know, some veteran guys, you know, your Jarvis Landry's, your Cole Beasley's, your Mike Williams's, I think I would uh load up on those guys and try to trade for him. I, I am pretty interested because Daryl Henderson has played pretty well. 
but he's not been like Christian McCaffrey or, or peak Todd Gurley, right? Like he's played well, but he has not performed to a degree that you would say he's like irreplaceable or anything like that. And so I do think that the team would plan on starting Cam Akers at running back next season. Moving on now to, uh, you know, another second year running back who also missed his second season due to injury, J.K. Dobbins. He has a torn ACL, not the torn Achilles. So we're not as worried about his physical shape when he returns. And I, I can really see this one going one of two ways, George. You know, the backfield has been a mess without him. Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray and Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman. And, and I could see you be tempted to say, well, you know, none of these guys are going to be on the team next year. I mean, literally probably none of those four guys I just mentioned are even going to be on the Ravens roster next year. Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins will be back. But I do think that what we're seeing is, I don't know if any time in J.K. Dobbins' career as a member of the Ravens, if he'll really have the backfield to himself. So I am more interested in Akers than I am in Dobbins. I would probably agree with you there that I'd rather have Akers than Dobbins for the reasons you mentioned here. They seem to believe in this running back by committee thing where it's – and by, by committee, I mean more than one, more than two, three. They like to have a whole bunch of guys here. And I don't think Dobbins will ever be that guy. And I know I mentioned earlier that Lamar Jackson doesn't seem to be stealing as many touchdowns this year, but the running backs are running them in. That could always come up again next year. So uh, if I can't get that that touchdown value from him, that also worries me here. And the ACL, we almost universally heal uh, here. And as someone who went through ACL surgery, I can tell you, you don't feel good really your first year back. It's the year after where you'll feel better or so that you're there uh, for it. So once again, I'm uh, not all that interested in Dobbins. Not for the, not, I'm not paying full price to acquire him. If I had him and I don't have him in any league, I would, once again, I wouldn't have an issue moving him for a player that's, close to what I can get in value here. We obviously for better value there. I'm just not a big believer in the Baltimore running backs. I like Dobbins, mind you, but he's never going to be an RB1 for me. Yeah, I that's the thing is I don't think he will ever rank as a running back one, but I do think that Cam Akers could rank as a running back one. You know, I really, I, I don't think in the end, I don't know if I would be that surprised, you know, because Akers really did come on at the end of his rookie season for the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, last year, uh, Akers had 625 yards, two touchdowns, but he only played 13 games. Dobbins played the entire season and was, you know, losing work to Gus Edwards and was losing work to, uh, you know, even, even Mark Ingram. That's actually another question. What do you think happens with Gus Edwards? You know, do you think that, Gut, like, do you think that Edwards and Dobbins are in a, a, a straight-up timeshare? Do you think they bring another running back in? What do you think the Ravens' backfield looks like next season? I think they could draft somebody lower end, not not a, for, not a couple of round picks, someone on, on the third day. Wouldn't shock me there. Do I think it'll be a timeshare between, uh, let's say, the three of them? Sure, to some degree. Uh, once again, that I think that guy who gets drafted would be, you know, very rarely would play here. Uh, but that being said, I think Dobbins will be 60, 65% with Edwards getting the, mainly the rest day, 65, 35, somewhere around that. Wouldn't shock me at all there. Dobbins is still the guy I'd want. You know, if I was drafting right now for next year, Dobbs would be the guy I would draft first as far as the uh, Ravens running back, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so our, our final guy here, we have uh, Brandon Ayuk, who finally, George, he finally did something this last week for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, it was the first game where he had more than four receptions. It was the second touchdown he scored since the week three loss to Green Bay. He had uh, eight targets, six receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Played 93% of his snaps. Is the Brandon Ayuk train finally back on its tracks for the San Francisco 49ers? I, I tend to think it is. And if there is any buying window for him right now, I think I would be trying to slide into that buying window. You see, I'm not. I don't want him. I'm Trey. I'm moving him. Easily, I'm moving him for this reason. Uh, when's Trey Lance starting? It's got to come soon. Got to come soon. The San Fran, this season's slipping away from you anyway with Jimmy G. You got to find out what you have at Lance, right? And right now, what is San Fran? They're three and five. Three and five, tied for last place in that division here. Uh you're actually still on the wild card hunt because the NFC is a mess. You're not going to win the division, but you're in the wild card hunt there. But you lose another game. You know, they were to lose Monday night against the Rams. You're not three and six. It's got to be Trey Lance time. You got to find out over the last 10 games, eight games, whatever it might be, what you have here. And I don't see Ayuk or, and listen, I have Debo Samuel in all sorts of places, and I love Debo. 
But uh, I think his numbers are coming down as well here. So I don't want Ayuk. I don't know what they're going to do next year with uh, Lance will be starting next year, but I don't know if that's going to be a big thing for Ayuk. It could be a learning year if they have, since they haven't used Lance enough here. So I'm all sorts of uh, worried here. It's not really – I'm not worried about Ayuk. I'm more worried about the quarterback not being able to get the ball to them on a consistent basis or Shannon protecting him by running the ball more, throwing balls to Kittle, you know, close to a big target at the line of scrimmage here. It may be a couple of years before we really see Ayuk and Lance take off. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm, I tend to be more of a believer in Trey Lance than the average person. I do think there will be a, a short pullback in the passing volume for Debo, for Kittle, for Ayuk when Lance takes over. But I think long term, he just is so much better, right? Just at, at the end of the day, he's just better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that will benefit all of them. We also got a little bit of uh, breaking news here. Uh, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network just reported Dalvin Cook remains eligible to play despite a civil lawsuit alleging him of domestic violence amongst other allegations. So I guess this Sunday, Dalvin Cook is going to be on the field for the Minnesota Vikings, which feels a little bit strange. Um, you know, it, 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 it seems not great for him to be eligible to play, but apparently this is not like the Deshaun Watson case where the civil case, you know, is keeping Deshaun Watson for playing, but I guess Dalvin Cook is going to be allowed to play. Well, technically, the civil case is not keeping Deshaun Watson from playing. Hughes has made him inactive each week. You know, so, I mean, yes, personally, I think there's a side deal there where the NFL and Houston have decided, you know, behind closed doors, no, we're not going to play him this year. I uh, I would have liked to have seen, uh, you know, as far as Watson, if Houston was to trade him to Miami to put that to the test and say, yeah, we're starting Watson Sunday, see what the NFL would have done. But the NFL may have told him, hey, well, then we're going to put him on the list there if you do that. Uh, I think it's we it is weird here. Right, because we have video, you have pictures. I, listen, assuming it's true, I don't know, but if those pictures are true, that's pretty damning evidence along with the texting that's going on there. Maybe the NFL's being more cautious now all of a sudden, if they're suspending people automatically. Maybe this will happen next week. I do agree with you that if they don't do it by Wednesday, generally, they're not going to keep you out of that, that week's games. So, yes, I think uh, I think Cook is okay for this week against the Chargers, which, of course, is great for Cook. Uh, uh, people who have Cook because the Chargers have one of the worst, if not the worst, run defense in the NFL. But uh, if you're a Madison owner, you might want to pedal them to the Cook uh, owner, you know, to see if you can get a, a really a, a hole here because this could suspension could happen at any time. Yeah, uh, I I do think finding a way to acquire Madison does seem like a, a good idea right now, considering you know everything that we know. But guys, we are going to go ahead and run into break here real quick on fantasy sports today. When we return, uh, we will of course have fantasy or reality which is everyone's favorite game on broadcast television. So stay tuned for that. See you guys back in a few moments. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back from break here on Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. And before we get to fantasy or reality, we're, this is where we're going to do our uh, our Odell Beckham stuff. We've kind of touched on him for the show, but I'm just going to put it to you like this, George. Where do you think he signs? Where do you think he should sign? And do you think whoever signs him, it ends up working out? All right, let's take the last question first here. No, I think it's a waste of time. That we're talking about because I don't think he's going to be all. I don't think he's all that good a player anymore. It's been years and years upon years since he's been worthwhile. And now you talk he's going to go to a new team, know the offense right away, have chemistry with the quarterback. And he's going to make a big difference. Uh, do defenses even respect him anymore? I don't know. And that being said, uh, he's he's going to go somewhere. Uh, we heard uh, Green Bay, but they uh, put in a minimum offer here, right? Uh, Saints. I know he's from the area there, but one of his two qualifications was to play with a quarterback. Simeon Hill, that's not that. I think it's, I'm going to go KC here. They seem to have the need, right? They signed Josh Gordon uh, what, a month ago. That hasn't really worked here. They have the need because the offense is broken right now. Yeah, they beat the Giants. Yeah, they beat Green Bay, but it was ugly wins, ugly wins. So the offense is broken. Maybe they think Odell can add that juice, you know, be that kind of player. It's only for the rest of the season. He's not going to sign a multi-year deal. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, I think that if I was Odell, I would want to sign with the Chiefs where they're not great. They're, the offense doesn't look great right now, but you know what they can do. Um, and you know, by the way, that if you are good, I think the Chiefs would reward him with a multi-year deal in the offseason if it ends up working out. You know, they would extend him. They would pay him more. So I do think it would kind of end up working out for him. What I don't want to see is I don't want to see him go to the Patriots because then I, I think he would just be useless for fantasy football if he signed with the Patriots. You know, lots of three for 30s in Odell Beckham's future, I think, if he signed with the Patriots. And I'm I'm like 40-60, it works out. You know, I think maybe he's just having problems physically that he didn't have when he was younger, but, you know, we'll we'll find out. But, of course, now that we've, we've wrapped that up, it is time for everyone's favorite segment, Fantasy or Reality, here on SportsGrid TV. All right. Well, we are starting off with baseball today because the, I guess he's still the president. I'm not exactly sure what his title is now, but Sandy Alderson made some interesting comments yesterday, George, and he said, it's not Steve Cohen. It's New York City that is the problem with the Mets search for executives and managers and everything else the Mets need. So, George, we'll start with you for this one. New York City is the problem with the Mets search for front office executives. Is this a fantasy or reality? Oh, I think this is a fantasy. Uh, boy, it wasn't a problem, you know, for the last 50 years. And now it is a problem here. I mean, it might be in the back of some people's minds, but the reason why the big three weren't coming here was because, A, uh, well, am I reporting to and, uh, you know, Sandy Ellison and Cohen? You know, what's going on here? I don't have complete autonomy, and uh, Ellison's got some say here, so no, that wasn't going to work. And then you got Cohen. Listen, we love Cohen, right, because he gives us lots of stuff to talk about. He's not afraid to put his uh, opinion or talk on Twitter or social media, whatever it is. That's great for us. Not good for the whoever's going to get this job. They got to worry about this happening too. He's sort of a, uh, maybe a nicer George Steinbrenner. You know, st- think about what uh, the boss would do with nowadays to social media. Forget about it. Everybody would be on blast all the time here. And Cohen, listen, he's not doing that. He doesn't make really put people on blast. He sort of did his own players on blast. But he's not really coming at you, uh, going for the throat. But he's saying what he feels there. And really, big names, they don't want to deal with that. You know, I'm great. I got to deal with the media. I got to deal with the players. I got to deal with the fans, and now I got to deal with the owner putting stuff on uh, social media as well. They don't want to deal with that. So I think that's really the problem here. And I think, listen, I'm surprised Alden still, still has a job. With everything that he's been in charge of that's happened with the Mets, all these guys that have had problems with, uh, you know, you got the manager with the sexual assault problems, sending sexual pictures, then the GM, and then your, your next GM has a, uh, he's drinking there. Uh, uh, you know, what is going on here? It's all under your watch here. 
So I'm surprised he still has a job uh, also. I think he should be gone as well here. But it is what it is here. But no, it's not New York City that's the problem. Not the full problem with the Mets. It's fantasy. Isn't isn't New York isn't New York City uh, the the concrete jungle where where dreams are made of? Isn't isn't like isn't New York City amazing? Like uh, if uh, if the New York Mets needed a manager, if the New or not the New York Mets, if the New York Yankees needed a manager, if they needed a front office guy, if they needed a GM, they would fill that vacancy uh, in about a day, right? Like they would they'd have their guy lined up. They'd give him a big fat check and that big fat check would get signed and it would be over with. And, you know, we would be analyzing like, oh, what is this? What does this mean? But no one is turning down the New York Yankees. Uh, if the Giants needed a head. Well, actually, you know what? The Giants are kind of like the Mets, right? Like they suck. They can't win any games. They don't have uh, they don't have a quarterback like. So maybe maybe the problem is is not well actually I know this is this is a fantasy it's it's not New York City is the problem but maybe the problem is the front offices and the owners of these teams in New York just think that everything's going to go swimmingly for them because the franchise values are so big and there's such a there's so much winning in uh, the the history of New York City as a whole so maybe the problem is kind of the city and that it gives the owners and the front office people like a false sense of security that they're going to be able to bring in good players but in terms of this specific search for the Mets zero percent chance total total fantasy New York City is is not the problem Brett are you sure I mean the Statue of Liberty it's so tough on the players and managers uh so I think it might be the city Davis but the Seattle Mariners they're moving on from Evan White at first base they actually announced yesterday that they're planning on moving Ty France to first base Kyle Seeger, the starting third baseman for the last few years in Seattle, is a free agent right now. So we got to ask, and Davis, we'll start with you. The Mariners are making a good decision by moving Ty France to first. Is this a fantasy or reality? No, this is this is a, a really bad idea. Um, this this is uh, so this is a fantasy. It's it's not a good decision, and the reason why is that. Ty France has a pretty good bat for a middle infielder or for a third baseman. You know, so this last season, he had a, a pretty decent year, 353 weighted on base average, 18 home runs, and 650 plate appearances. That's a, that's a pretty good bat. Actually, that's a really good bat for a third baseman, really good bat for a second baseman. Not a good bat for a first baseman. That That is not the type of guy that you want playing first base for you, right? Career 158 isolated slugging for Ty France. That's, again, like I just said, really good for a third baseman, really good for a second baseman, both positions that Ty France can play, not good for a first baseman. I mean, honestly, if you were going to give Ty France or Daniel Vogelbach, who was in the Mariners organization, ended up starting a bunch of games for the Brewers this last year, you'd probably get better power numbers from Vogelbach playing at at first base. So I, I don't really understand why they're doing this i mean maybe it's like a contract negotiation thing because they don't want to pay him like what his stats at third base would require because as i just said good good hitter at third base good defense at third base he would he would need to get paid as a third baseman but as a first baseman you know pretty much uh, guys with the 150 slugging are are a dime a dozen so uh i i'm never on the side of the owners in terms of trying to play the trying to pay the players less money so i have to say that this is a Bad decision, George. Oh, I agree. I don't even think this is close. Uh, so I'll, I'm not going to parrot everything you said here. I'd be a little disappointed in the manners if they stick to this. I wonder, listen, we're November 10th. All right. It was just, is this what's happening right now? We have, we are hearing rumors that the Mariners are going to be big players in free agency, that they have money. They're going to go out. They did make a, a really nice push. I don't know how they did it, but they made a really nice push to make the playoffs last year. Looking at their team here. You got Murphy at catcher, France at first, Toro at second. That was a nice trade. Uh, Kyle Seeger's gone. They didn't want to pick up his option here. Crawford, and they say Crawford's going to remain at shortstop. Really? Uh, you might want to do a little better there. It's a, kind of a big shortstop year in free agency. Uh, so who, who's going to play third then? Yeah, I mean, uh, the outfield, okay, Kalenic, I think he'll do better. Maybe you call up your other top prospect here, and we're sort of waiting for him to be that guy in Julio Rodriguez. All right. But you're, other than that, Hanager, okay. You need more offense here. And first base is a big offensive position. It always is in, uh, in baseball. Yeah, you got to do better than France. You just have to do better. Yeah, maybe your focus should be on pitching, which granted, you know, Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen, Logan Gilbert, 
it's not that great. You can make an argument you need quite a few pitches there. Maybe your money's not going to be spent on batters. It's going to be spent on the pitching there. And I'd be sort of all – I'm okay with that as long as you go out and spend the money on pitching. But just taking this as a one-off, no, no. This, this is a bad idea here. Like I said, he's a dime a dozen guy. There's nothing special here. It's just what the best of what maybe you have on the team. But you tell me this is going to work out for you long-term. Are they going to be happy come, you know, July 18th? Oh, we're happy here? No, they won't be. Come a trade deadline, they'll be looking for a first baseman. All right. Well, our last one of the day, uh, Jared Leto found himself in some hot water here, George, because uh, I guess he gave some gag gifts to his coworkers on the Suicide Squad, and they were not big fans, uh, allegedly. I don't know if this is true or not, but one of them was given like a dead rat. So, uh, George, we'll start with you for this one. Gag gifts are fun. Is this a fantasy or reality? Uh, first of all, I have no idea who uh, was his name. Jared Leto. No idea who this guy is at all. Uh, so I'll, I'll get that out of there. And I'm, I don't think that surprises anybody. I think gag, gag gifts are fun within reason. I'm not giving anybody a dead rat. All right. I'm just not doing that. That's kind of you know tasteless and classless. But gag gifts are fun. One thing, nobody has a sense of humor anymore. All right. Sense of humor is right out the window. All right, we, we've lost that for now, what, a decade now? Uh, listen, like I said, I have no problem with gag gifts. I'm not giving anybody a dead reddit. I just think that's kind of, you know, why, why would you do that? That's, kind of, that's more gross than anything else. Uh, but people, everyone takes things way too seriously. You can't joke about anything anymore. You know, we talk about, uh, I don't know what's going to sort of get off my lawn, people. There are older movies that we all, most of us, people my age, love. Blazing Saddles comes to mind. That would never, ever, ever, not in a million years, be made now. All right, because that's not politically correct at all. We're offending everybody in that movie. It's a comedy, right? And, every, and no one can understand that. It's a comedy. It's meant to be. It's not reality. It's a comedy. It's meant to be funny here. Uh, but like I said, people people want to be offended. They want to complain. They want to go on their Twitter accounts. They want to go on Instagram, Snapchat, and go go complain about something. So uh, I do. I think uh, gag gifts are fun. Yes, I think it's reality to me. Uh, maybe maybe not every little gag gift, but I think this country has lost their sense of humor uh, quite a while ago, and I don't know if and when it's ever coming back. I mean, I I think this is probably just on me because I don't really like uh, George. I mean, I I maybe don't have a great sense of humor, but I'm not I'm not big on on gag gifts either. Like, and just in general, like any any gross out style thing that exists anyways, I'm not, I'm not in on now. I'm sure that like, if I was to think about this for like 10 minutes or something, like I could be like, Oh, that is a gag gift. And that is really funny. But you know, this is, and maybe this is a weird take for me, but this is the thing I don't like about gag gifts. It's funny for a second. You laugh at it. You all get a chuckle. And then it's just like a waste of space. Like whatever the gift is, it gets thrown away. You know, it gets recycled or whatever, but most gag gifts are just going to be, a piece of plastic, you know, cardboard, and and it's just a waste, and it'll end up in in a landfill. And so, I, maybe that's maybe that's a weird opinion of me, but I, that's just what I think of when I think of gag gifts. I think of something that's funny for like five seconds, and then it literally just becomes uh, a, a piece of garbage. So that's uh, that is a fantasy for me. Uh, everyone, we're gonna go ahead and run into break here real quick on the show. When we get back, we will end hour two with the sports grid six. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. 
Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final segment here on Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz. And as always, we end our show with a little bit we like to call the SportsGrid 60. All right. Now, Davis and I are both Cowboy fans. Cowboys laid an egg on Sunday. Right. I don't know if it's possible because they could have looked any worse than they did. I'm not panicking yet. All right. Now, it took me a, a couple of weeks, maybe even more than a couple of weeks, maybe over a month before I truly bought into the Cowboys. Now, they weren't going to go 16 and one. Right. They weren't going to play 17 good games. They had played you know, the first, what, five, seven games were good games. You lost to Taylor Bay, but that was a good game. You played hard. You didn't play well against Denver. I'm OK. All right. I surprised. Yes. All right. I would have thought, you know, Denver at home, you would have done well here. We'll see this week against Atlanta. We'll see well, what you're a Cowboy team. Now that Atlanta's a great team, but once again, do you come back and play the way you were the first couple of weeks, or do you go out and play another, you lay another egg here? Defense is going to be a problem off and on here. I think Dak will get better. Uh, Cowboys always has to be better. I do not think they're a Super Bowl caliber team. I don't even know if they get to the championship game, to be, uh, I'll tell you the truth here. But I think they'll get back on target this week. They had better. They had better not ruin the rest of my fall and winter here. So uh, that's my, my sports get 60. I am still on board with the Cowboys, but they're making me nervous. The Cowboys are the Cowboys are not making me nervous. I'll, I'll go ahead and run with this as as our sports grid 60. The Cowboys are fine. And the reason why they're fine is they're going to win the division at an absolute canter. Just look at it this way. Look at it as they they trade the they trade the Cooper Rush win for the Denver Broncos loss. They never should have won that Cooper Rush game. You know, they should have lost that game 35 to 14. Right. You're, you're not expecting to win without Cooper Rush. So just look at it like karmically, they traded the Cooper Rush win for the Denver Broncos loss. And maybe that woke them up a little bit, George. Maybe maybe they they needed to get their butts handed to them once to remind themselves of the long grind of the season. Everyone, that's going to do it for us here today at FST. Thank you to Brett. Thanks to George. Thanks to everyone at LTN. We'll see you back tomorrow. Great, great. There are a lot of sports talk networks out there, but we're the one that gives you actionable insights on gaming, odds, and more. The others? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.